Welcome back to the R-Rated Podcast. The R-Rated Podcast. This week's guest is... Welcome back to the R-Rated Podcast. Today's new guest is Rola Selbach, and she is a writer-director. Welcome. Thank you. Um, she's actually working on a project right now at Sony Studios, and I kind of wanted to tap into that. But before we get into that, where are you from? Where am I from? Uh, my family's Palestinian. Oh, very cool. Um, and I grew up in Abu Dhabi in the UAE. Well, okay, wait, wait. What is that like? <laughs> what is it like? Yeah, like, what is, like mm. what, is, what is a day in the life yeah. of, like, living? Oh, I love that question because it, it, honestly it was it was idyllic it was mm. you know Abu Dhabi's like the smaller not mm-hmm. smaller it's the more like kind of local town feel yeah. to Dubai Dubai feels like this you know international Vegas I've been to Dubai of, so I was right? like I want to I want to like yeah compare yeah. it I guess but Dubai now is so different from like when I went I yeah. went back when I was like eight years old oh, so oh, okay. it's changed a lot yeah that, that's even changed yeah for yeah. sure it's like Vegas slash Macau well, on steroids right that's Dubai okay um, but but yeah Abu Dhabi's more like yeah more local feel yeah. more family feel okay. um, and so when, when when I grew up there mm-hmm. um, literally my life was you know go to school yeah go to the beach Go to the pool. That's a go fun, home. That's, a fun day. <laughs> that's it. I'm like I want that now. <laughs> that literally was it. That was that was you know wow. it just it was so um it was so simple. Mm-hmm. It was so so simple. You know at the time it's just like you know wow. you know few schools, mm-hmm. few hospitals, like a bunch of hotels. Yeah, that's it. You it's know simple. what I mean? I like it was that. so I simple. Like and it was so um. Yeah, I think so, so fondly of those. So times. you went from that to like, I want to be in the film industry where it's like fast paced, hectic. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what happened? Well, it's so funny because um, what, what, what ended up happening is um, uh, my family got this video camera. Okay. Oh, okay. So they, okay. so my dad brought the video camera yeah. home and it was yeah. like, you know, the huge VHS. One. It was like, it's it like the size of my head. Yes. And so, like, I'm coming through. For real. I was like seven years old and I basically dressed up my siblings in like funny little outfits. I immediately hijacked the, the, uh, the camera, right? So originally they got it it. for like holidays, whatever. And Mm -hmm. I just, yeah. Um, and so I dressed them up in fun little outfits and I'd make short films and music videos and commercials and like all that type of stuff. That's where it started. That's where it started. And I did my first short film when I was eight years old and it was called Never Give Up and no one will ever see it. Not no, even if you ask nicely. No. no one will ever see it. I was going to say, wait, I'm so curious what, like, that looked like. What, can you at least tell us what it's about? Like, it's maybe a little so log line. It's so lame. Log line is, it was me and my two friends. Um, yeah. And uh, and uh, basically, I made, uh, I wrote the script as if we were three sisters okay. and we were three orphans. <laughs> and so, of course, like, I'd watched, like, Sound of Music and, like, right. you know what I mean? Right, so I'm right. watching of all course. these, like, American movies and American yes. shows and so I, they always kill the parents off. Yeah, yeah. So all the Disney, that. that's the Disney formula. That's like, the oh Disney formula. And so basically, it's like three orphans. Yeah. Um, and uh, and we find out that we inherited a house. Oh, that's and, pretty cool. Yes, which you know I was yeah. just figuring out a way yeah. to write a script around my house. That's <laughs> like, pretty so genius. That was my only location was my house. My so house, like, my room. <laughs> How do I write it into a script? But your imagination when you're younger is so much bigger and like mm, elaborate. So like yeah. I think that's that's kind of how it starts. You just like you know you figure out your passion as a kid and like 
not everyone pursues it as an adult, so it's really cool that you did. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate it. So after the first Gulf War, we moved to the U.S. Yeah. Um, and at that point, uh, I didn't know that I could do filmmaking. You know, it's like, oh, oh yeah. You, what, you, you is that your film industry over there at all? In in Beaverton, yeah. Oregon? No, no, no. Back in Abu Dhabi. Like, in Abu Dhabi. Yeah. No, at the time, no, certainly not. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, to your point, like I, it was something I love to do, but I didn't. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's something for Scorsese and yeah. like, you know. Uh, Spielberg and like right. it can't be me it can't be yeah. me right I kept thinking yeah. it can't be me mm -hmm. um, so then when I went to university I got a computer science degree but at the same time I'm like oh I really do love film wow so you you got a compu computer science yes degree. I did wow. yes I did yes I did and how did you like work in the field at all or did you yeah. get the degree and you were like eh, I, don't know. I I've been working in tech up until about two years ago that's how I well, funded plot twist. yes okay. that's I how I expected <laughs> That, that was my, that's my ATM job, as I call it. You know, that's yeah. the job you, you yeah. know, you need to make a it's, living. And yeah. yeah, that's my ATM that's job. brilliant. Yeah. Okay. So, so I did both for a long time yeah. and that meant I slept about like four hours a day. I mean, nothing, barely wow. got any sleep. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I was doing both for a very, very long time up until two years ago and I was able to finally kind of. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, okay. Well, what a story. I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So you're in Oregon. And then when do you decide to move to L.A.? Oh, well, okay. So. <laughs> You're like, okay. Yeah. We're going back in time. We're going back. We're, We're going, going back. back. No, all good. All good. Um, long story short, so I, I was in university and I, yeah. and I really love filmmaking. I'm like, yeah. you know what? I may not be able to direct, but maybe I can write something. You know what I mean? Mm. So so I literally looked up like how to write a screenplay. I didn't know. Completely self-taught. <laughs> like literally. Wow. Completely self-taught. Completely self-taught. That is cool. Yeah. Um. And uh, and so, yeah, so I, I wrote a script. I wrote a second script. And my first visit to L.A. ever, yeah. ever visited because there was a some sort of like script like, oh, you know, give us money and you'll <laughs> get in front of all these producers and like pitch your stuff. Right. Of course, it was a total, total um, con. It was a scam. Scam. Uh, they took my money, oh, came no. to L.A. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. You poor thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so that was my first. Uh, that was your first experience. experience. <laughs> Getting scammed in LA. Getting scammed in LA, um, and then I went back with my tail between my legs. I'm like, you know what? If no one's gonna make my movies, maybe I should learn how to make it myself. I and like so that's motivation. how it began. And I literally, wow. I wrote a short film. Uh, I didn't know the first thing about directing, whatever. I yeah. literally got my first crew on Craigslist. I literally wow. said. <laughs> making a I mean I didn't even know I didn't even know what the positions in the crew right, were right. I didn't know anything so yeah. I learned from the from ground up <laughs> and to the point where I had um you know like I said I had a tech job at yeah, the time yeah so I'm thinking about locations I could get for free right hmm tech job so on a weekend I snuck into my work yeah. with my security badge and I shot a movie in no, yes I did badass. oh yes I did oh that is so cool I did on a weekend <laughs> a secret, like you're living like two lives that's so cool <laughs> and then of course uh, on Monday morning you know my nine to five after I shot all the footage whatever I you come, come back in, and like I know what I shot here <laughs> completely but yeah. guess what I look in the corner and I had just realized that there was a security camera, camera. <laughs> Did you get in trouble? I did not. Oh, if goodness. I tell you, I was literally okay, okay. shitting it for a yeah. whole week, afraid that there is going to get tapped on like, the. Yeah, I know. <laughs> exactly. They're like, "Can we get you in the office?" They're like, oh my yeah, god! I know. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, exactly. And what? So, what was you utilized your tech office? But what? It, what was the story about? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. it was called London Bridge, and it was a seven-minute short film, and it was it was like. <laughs> 
Is it a drama? It's so a angsty. It was so angsty. It was about um, loneliness in America, and it was about oh. this this woman who one would say was not traditionally beautiful looking, oh. and uh, you know she worked at the office and <laughs> she tried to. It's so angsty. It's so <laughs> angsty. Oh my god! And so she tried to make. <laughs> friends with people at the office and you know no one would really look at her you know yeah. they're younger and, and hotter people in the office and no one look at her <laughs> so it was her birthday she decided you know i'm gonna make some cookies you know to make friends with people cool. yeah you know everyone took the cookies everyone no one that's right yeah. but they took the cookie and no one said hi oh my god so they just went for the cookies not for her that's kind of fucked <laughs> but exactly yeah so long story short she was in line at um for the lunch and what she didn't know is that there was a guy in her same position kind of you know okay. not traditionally what yeah. one would say is good looking a little older and he tries to talk to her mm -hmm. but she is so in her own feelings right. that she ignores she doesn't even yeah long story short she goes home she bakes herself a birthday cake okay this gets kind of morbid <laughs> okay i'm sorry she booked the birth she bakes a birthday cake and she puts like poison in it. i told you it was angsty i told you it was angsty okay no but i'm interested so she um eats a birthday cake to you know yeah. complete suicide and um trigger warning sorry mm -hmm. um and then the phone rings after mm -hmm. she eats the whole cake and it's the guy oh no and he wants to ask her out on a oh, date no. but of so course much. she passes away as he's asking he That's thinks that she's like ignoring and hanging up on him but she's really like dying yeah, yeah. oh sh that really know, took dude. a turn <laughs> i'm saying i'm saying i'm saying dude. it was so <laughs> melodramatic and so he ends up you know also um trigger warning like yeah it, completing he, suicide because he thinks yeah. that she's ignored yeah so it's kind of reverse romeo juliet type of thing yeah, yeah you know it's dark but i like it like it's it's very interesting <laughs> and wow that's very cool. Okay. Yeah. Well, you see that reaction that you had yeah. is the same reaction that my family <laughs> and friends had when I rented, I swear to God, this is true. <laughs> I rented the Guild Theater in Portland, Oregon uh -huh. uh, on a weeknight. Mm -hmm. So it's cheaper. Yeah. And I invited all family and friends to come watch my first official short film and they had no idea what it's about they had no idea not only did they not have no idea what it was about they didn't know it was seven minutes long oh so, so they like, paid for parking <laughs> <laughs> they're like shit we have a two-hour parking so they show up and that reaction that you had was the same reaction that they had and as they were filing out uh they would you know put their yeah. hand on my shoulder and be like are you okay like oh, right. <laughs> Oh, oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Think, you're like, it's not me. You're like, this is just. No, I'm like, this is a commentary on loneliness in America. And then they're yeah, like, yeah. okay, but do you want to talk? Yeah. Like, oh, no one understands they my like artistic. They number. They're yeah. like, <laughs> Exactly. So there you go. That was my friend. Okay. See, you just have to keep doing yeah. it until yeah. you get better at it. Right. And so, yeah. Okay, so after that, what was the next thing that you wrote? So I wrote like a few other short films, okay. and they got better and better and yeah. better. That's how you practice. Uh, yeah, right? exactly. Right. And then at the time, I that you know I learned everything to do on set. Right, yeah. I, I learned everything from you know obviously directing yeah. to even you know sound engineering. I had to like hold the mm -hmm. boom pole for like nice. a gazillion things, yeah. and then I learned to edit. So That's how key. I yeah how <laughs> I did that was I I um my editor um for my second short film yeah i said like hey listen if i pay you a little extra do you mind if i just sit here over like your shoulder watch. and ask you a freaking million yeah, questions yeah he's like yeah sure so that's what happened and that's how i learned Love to edit it. that's amazing yeah and that's then so game. third short film i like wrote directed and edited and did the music and then so like just kept going kept going kept going 
And then when did you write your first feature? Cool. First feature was like maybe four or five short films after. after. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And what was that about? Oh, that was fun. That was called Making Maya. And it was about, um, it's a com coming of age story mm -hmm. of a, a, a young basketball player. Cool. And she's kind of trying to figure out, um, you know, kind of her love life at the yeah. time. Yeah. Um, so she she falls in love with her two best friends. One of them is a girl and one of them is a guy. And it's, Ooh, it's just kind of conflict. like. Conflict. Yeah, I like that. I yeah. like your stories. Thank you. Thank you. And that, that's a very, that was more you know along yeah. the lines of okay i'm starting to right. become a yeah. better storyteller than i like that <laughs> and are you uh directing all these projects right after you write them or are some of them like being sold or like like what do you do after you write these scripts i love that question um so up until that up until my second feature film okay i wrote and directed all of my projects nice. meaning things i wrote i directed things right. i directed were things mm -hmm. that i wrote that's it cool Cool. And it was only after the second feature film that then, okay, now mm. you're starting to actually, mm -hmm. you know, branch out and yeah. sell your own stuff or direct other people's things, so, mm -hmm. so on and so forth. So how would, like, let's say you're done writing, like, what is the next step for a writer? Like, how can you get your stuff out there? How can you sell sell your script? Like, what are the steps for that? Yeah, good question. So I, I wrote a, so number one yeah. is to work on your writing. Right. Okay. So you have to have one sample, two would even be better in the genre or tone that mm -hmm. you would love to start working in. Okay. Oh. So let's say if you want to start working in TV comedy, or okay. let's say you yeah. want to start working in, um, you know, uh, character dramas, or yeah. let's say you want to work in, you know, sci-fi, you know, uh, surreal, fantastical worlds. Mm -hmm. So write two uh, samples mm -hmm. of that genre that you want to start out in. It okay. doesn't mean that you're not going to branch out afterwards, right? Right. Because you know you're 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 creative as well, right? Yeah. You don't want to be boxed in. You right. don't want to be like no. I do want to always be known as you know X Y Z. Yes. But yes. being known for X Y Z is is actually very very um uh, uh, how do I say? It's actually very beneficial for you mm. at the beginning. Okay, I like right. that. So the beginning, you know, yeah. I mean, even Todd Phillips, right, who who wrote and directed Joker, right? Yeah. He did Hangover, Hangover 1, 2, 3. He did, you know, he did He's all sorts range. of, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, oh, hey, this is what I'm known for. But once you actually, you know, get then in, you can, yeah, yeah, then you yes. can branch out, do yeah. what you want. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I've been doing a lot of dramas and I'm like, I hope one day I can kind of like gravitate towards something else. I'm like, yeah. I like dramas, but my life isn't just full of drama. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's say I finish the feature script. Like, do I, would I find this online or would I have to go like to networking events? Like how, how do I meet people that could buy a script? Mm -hmm. So the agents and managers, mm -hmm. like representation, they're the ones who will help you sell, right? Okay. In fact, that's what an agent literally does, right? right? So so if you think about even like a real estate agent, yeah. you know what I mean? They're yeah. there to sell houses, yeah. but if there's no house to sell or if the house right. isn't made up in you know the, yeah. the best um how do i say in the best light or it's not ready to sell mm -hmm. then they have nothing to sell right so it sounds very uncouth because mm -hmm. now we're starting to move from art to commerce right, right. From, i was thinking about creative something i love something that the into like business. product yeah. content you know selling mm -hmm. buying brand you know th these types of words are, yeah. are very um you know, they're allergy inducing mm -hmm. to, to people who are creative, right? Yeah. Uh, it makes you feel like icky. Mm -hmm. But um, but but if you think about what the end goal is, which mm -hmm. is for audiences to actually see your stuff, right. 
You know what I mean? Then you start kind of like, okay, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, so to answer your question, um, yeah. So agents, managers, so there are, uh, three ways and really two okay um, (laughs) to get a representation and you'll see why i say really two um so the first way is that they will find you okay what does that mean that means that let's say you you your your script makes it to you know one of the top um uh um competitions or festivals okay. right so okay. yeah like the blacklist uh yeah. austin film fest is a good one the Nichols, yeah. things nice. like that you're going to get attention okay people are going to ask are you represented you know people are going to so nice. so that's one way it's like uh, 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 film festivals uh, even 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 like mm-hmm. stuff you put out on on vimeo or on youtube mm-hmm. or on insta like mm-hmm. any of that stuff um if it really really gets heat and and yeah. and has audiences interested you're going to have representation that makes sense. looking for you. Wow. So okay. what does that mean? That means your job is to do two things. Mm-hmm. It's to make great stuff <laughs> and to put yourself out there. Okay. That's yeah, literally that's, that's literally all you can control. That's the entertainment industry. That's really what it comes down to is like, yes. you know, work on your stuff, be your best, like your full yes. supporter, like, and put yourself At out there. all times. At yeah. all times. You cannot take your foot off the pedal. Mm. um you cannot because because then you know what i'm saying and what is when you say that like what like what are you referring to like are you saying like keep writing yes or whatever it is you want whatever it is that you that you're passionate about and that you want to do as a career Mm -hmm. absolutely to be your own Mm -hmm. like create your own stuff right write your own things direct your own thing Mm -hmm. and and by the way Mm -hmm. i always say this to writers if if even if you have no desire to mm-hmm. continue a directing career, mm-hmm. learn how to direct mm-hmm. your own mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? You you want to you want to have control over your what you yes. create as much as possible. Because that's all you can have control yeah, over. Exactly. That's literally <laughs> it. So number one is they find you, right? Mm-hmm. So we mentioned mm-hmm. like, you know, getting your work out there, yeah. the festival submissions right. online, da da da. Right. Um and um the second way mm-hmm. and the most I would say truthfully again because it's already a puck right yeah, so you're you saying like please no, no it's not about it saying it's about <laughs> keeping it real for keep real like th- real. this is the real <laughs> this is real the most examples that i've seen of people get representation is referrals mm. okay so your stuff gets so good right. you finally show it to you know a friend a writer a producer mm-hmm. a director da, 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 mm-hmm. send it da, da, da. you know if they're looking for something Got it. You know what I mean? Yes. You know if they're looking for new people. Too, exactly. Right? Like putting yourself out there, networking, connecting. percent. It's referrals. It's saying it's it's yeah. finding someone to say, you know what, I know an agent, I know a manager, I know mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go to bat for you. I'm gonna mm-hmm. put my stamp. This stuff is so, so good. I'm gonna refer you. Like and that's that. how I got my agents too, by the way. Nice. So that's the second. That's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> the third, yes, which is why I said it's really two, two yeah, is cold calling. Cold calling, right? So just cool. like you know, finding. Where can I find these numbers? Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, I'll call people. Other stuff. I mean, yeah. <laughs> IMDb Pro. Like, I... <laughs> you can pay twenty bucks and get anyone. That's fair. That's fair. I actually do have IMDb Pro, so maybe I should just yeah. be a little stalker. But that really that works about zero point one percent of the time. So that's why I'm saying it's really to be honest, not. A... When people call me, and I don't have their numbers. Say, I'm like, who is this? That's like, what I'm saying. I get scared. I'm like, I'm not answering. That's what I'm saying. Who has the so time? Who, who has me? it? Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, so those are, so yeah. so it's really the two ways. So it's referrals and um, they find you through, um, you know, festivals, submissions, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, things like that. 
how would you get into a writer's room? Because I feel like that's not talked about that much. Like, you know, writers talk about writing scripts and like how to write a good script and like maybe what to do with writer's block. But nobody talks about like how to get your foot in the door. Mm. And that's kind of like the ultimate big goal for, you know, most writers. Mm. Um, Do you have any like tips or information on how a writer could do that? Yeah. Yeah. Good question. Number one, uh, if you do have if you do have representation, Mm -hmm. that's that's a great that way. Helps. Yeah. yeah. Why? Because they. Th- this is the, this is the thing about um, agents or managers. Mm-hmm. It's literally their job to know mm-hmm. who is hiring now for writers' rooms. When are the writers' rooms going to open up? Yeah. When you know when is season two or three? You know, is it greenlit? Is it not picked up? Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They know all of that. So imagine, let's pretend like you're a writer yeah. and. You really like a show and you have a sample like here, name a show that you like that you'd want to write on as an example. Anything. Let's just say euphoria. Euphoria. Perfect. Let's just say euphoria. Perfect. So let's pretend euphoria. First of all, Mm -hmm. the agents and reps would know who who is in the writer's room. Mm -hmm. Like, are they even looking for new writers? Right. Right. Because now there's something called the mini rooms, which, you know. What's a mini room? I know writers, but I don't know what a mini room is. Mini room is probably. It's. Meet me in the mini room. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds cute, but it's actually You're like it's horrible. No, I'm just kidding. It is horrible. Oh, why? Uh, yeah. This is this this is why. So usually writers' rooms. Uh, let's say about ten writers. Yeah, you know, could be twelve, could be even twenty, depending on right. Oh, so that's, that's the average traditional. Of a show yes, writers' room. Okay, correct. Cool. So d- depending, like if you if you have a show that's running for like you know twenty or thirty um, episodes a season, mm-hmm. you're gonna have you know bigger writers room. Right. Let's say twenty. Right. Um, if you're gonna have like um, you know something, you know like maybe something on a streamer or something yeah. like that versus a sitcom, it's gonna be like maybe ten. Used to be, okay. uh, ten, mm-hmm. twelve, something like that, right? Yeah. And the cool thing about having ten or twelve, something like that, is the fact that they were writers um, for all levels. So you start oh, as, yeah, so including the writer's assistant, oh. um, you know, story editor, da, 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 mm-hmm. up mm-hmm. until the EP, mm. okay, up until the showrunner, okay. okay? That's your writer's room. Okay. All levels, da, da, da. In addition, um, let's, say, let's say you wrote one of the episodes, right. okay? The other cool thing is that used to, <laughs> again, all of this is like a few years <laughs> no, no, ago. No, no, this is good that we're talking about. And this is why the WGA, changing, yeah, right? this is what the, what the WGA is trying to negotiate for right mm-hmm. now. Um, and then what it used to be is that let's say a writer, you know, mid-level writer, um, or even a lower level writer, uh, mm-hmm. wrote, their, wrote an episode. Yeah. When that episode gets shot, mm-hmm. they get invited to go on set to produce. As they shoot. As right, they should. As like they, they should. wrote the freaking episode. <laughs> Completely. To go produce their mm-hmm. episode. Right. So then they're saying, um, so then, like, let's say if, if if any of the actors or the director, if anyone has questions about, like, oh, the you know. The writer is literally there. Exactly. Like, like literally, yes. It makes, no, it makes 100% sense, like, exactly. why the writer should be there. Exactly. And it doesn't even make sense to, why wouldn't you want to include the writer? Like, without the writer, you wouldn't even have this freaking episode or this I love that show. question. I love that question. It's and the answer true. is budget. So oh. this is what a mini room is. Oh, you see? Okay. Yeah, yes. This is what the, What's the mini room? The cute, not cute mini <laughs> not room. Cute. <laughs> <Normal> <laughs> mini room. So now a mini room is like, oh, three people, four people. Three, not even half. No, 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 no. It's bad. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So let's say three, oh, that's like four. Oh, super small. Okay. Very small. Yeah, that's. And because it's so small, it only includes higher level writers. Mm. So now you don't have any of the mid yeah, or low level writers 
learning the craft, you know, no ladder to climb, no, yeah. no path to, wow. for their career. They don't even get to produce their own episodes because of budget as well. Oh, we don't want to fly you out to Canada or whatever it is. Right. And we need you here to write or whatever it is. And so, and so because of that, you also don't have writers trained in producing. Therefore, you can, therefore, that's why there's a huge lack of showrunners. That makes a lot more sense. Yes. I actually worked on a show where um, the writer quit and then the showrunner just like jumped in and it just became a disaster because the showrunner had never like, like wasn't a writer. Mm -hmm. And like, so mm -hmm. the show didn't do very well. Let's just say that. <laughs> I don't think even the people that worked on it, they're like, we, we didn't finish it. And that's how you know, like, that's bad. Yeah. You know, if the own crew doesn't want to be attached to it. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. So that's what a mini room is. And so, and so my point is that, you know, they're trying to squeeze and squeeze more out of less and less people, mm. um, essentially. And so it's not giving the opportunity for, you know, um, emerging writers, mid-level no, writers. Not yeah. Not at all. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of bad. That, that is very bad. And like what, so usually no writers would say like, are you in there for like 12 hours? and you guys are like spitballing ideas or is it like like how did how does how do the episodes come to life in a in a writer's room? yeah so different different showrunners run their rooms differently right okay. and so you'll you you it sounds like you might know um you know some showrunners have reputations actually right. all of them have reputations right. Right. right whether they're great reputations oh man i want to be in xyz's yeah. right. room why to yeah. your point yeah um uh, they're going to let us be, you know, on Zoom half the time, or, mm -hmm. um, you know, we mm -hmm. take half day Fridays, mm -hmm. or, you know, um, it, you know, you have rooms that are way more compassionate about, you know, it, people who need to commute, or right. moms who have to breastfeed, or yeah. uh, wh whatever it is, or yeah. parents who, you know, wh whoever, whatever, right? Right. Uh, and then you have rooms that are the opposite of that. And you probably have heard lots yeah. of nightmare scenarios. <laughs> I've I've heard good and bad. Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm like, we need to like talk about what what should be normalized and what we should require as yeah. writers. You know, like we, like like I said, writers are such a big part of the story. Like they are the story. They are the story. So like, yeah. I just don't understand like why anybody would not respect them like and give them everything that they need. You know, mm -hmm. we're doing that with so many other roles. I don't know this whole hierarchy thing. Like yeah. it's very it's very interesting. I yeah. wonder if that will. Fade away. <laughs> Fade away. Mm. I don't know. Well, you know, things things have changed, certainly. You know, yeah. the, the Me Too movement did a right. lot. Did yeah. a lot. I mean, it's still not happening perfect, a little, like, but certainly not what not it used to be. Yeah. So, right. you know, I'm You're saying right. things change. Right. Yeah. What would the ideal, like, writer's room to you look like? Yeah, I think, I think, I think... Yeah, I, th I think definitely having, you know, more sane hours, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, do you come in at like, set, like, close to crew call or like how to? No, no, no. It's just like, it's just like, you know, you're like nine to seven okay. or nine to six, okay. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, uh, I personally, personally, my one person opinion, mm -hmm. um, I'm not a big fan of Zoom rooms. I'm mm -hmm. not. I think mm -hmm. they were really, really helpful in the pandemic. In the pandemic. Now it's like yeah. And it's hard because I, I do understand that that means that it, it decreases um uh opportunity mm -hmm. for uh people who can't commute people who don't live in the area right. um you know people with families who might need to be with their caregivers i mean th there's there's a lot of scenarios that come into that yeah so you know maybe a hybrid would work i don't know i i'm just yeah. i i just feel like you're writing right you're brainstorming you're right. talking you're, you're breaking story mm -hmm. you're you know what i mean and and that energy you you cannot replicate 
right in a zoom square right it's no that's um, that's so true yeah when now that there's like these mini rooms and you're saying there's like three people what happens mm-hmm. if someone's sick or calls out like now you're down to two like mm. do you pick up the slack for that yeah. third person or do they bring someone in just no 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 bringing no bringing no 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 you're just it's just that, <laughs> no, like, that no. who are they gonna bring for that's more money no <laughs> that's the reason why they did they, they've had a mini right. room in the first place right yeah and i mean to be honest like okay i'll tell you one thing mm-hmm. <clears throat> this is an interesting thing about episode okay this is actually very might be insightful yeah no, you know when, <laughs> thank you. you you know when you see um oh episode written by yes. xyz yes one might assume that if it's written by xyz that that xyz person wrote that episode fully and that may not be the case that, hearing you talk i'm like that isn't the case right and only exactly. one person and yeah. every show that i watch so is like written by correct I'm like correct. wow so you're telling <clears throat> me all these other writers are not getting like well you see yes i am saying that but i am also saying that it depends on what the um it depends on what the um method of the showrunner is Mm. or whoever to to assign you know so example might be hey um I've, i've i've seen it where you know each writer in the writer's room will be promised an episode Okay. okay. So we're all going to write together. We're right. all going to brainstorm together. Da, 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 da. You know, you'll write one end, I'll write one end, da, da, da. Um, and it's more collaborative. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, person A, you'll get credited on, on episode one. Person B, you're going to get credited on episode two. Uh-huh. Person C, you see. So then, oh, okay. so you, mm-hmm. uh, what's the word? Mm-hmm. Um, you, uh, what's the word? Scat, scatter it's like around. It's like you almost the... take turns. Like, yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Exactly. I see what you're so you disseminate the credit to make sure everyone gets So that's one way. Another Do you way think that's fair? Yeah, maybe. I mean, you're all doing the work. Like you right, can't. You're, you're helping in every episode. Correct. So, wouldn't it be nice to get the acknowledgement? Like, even yeah. if it's like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, these are just like, I, like feelings. Like, yeah. right? Like, yeah. Like, I don't know. I would just. I'm trying to think like what would be fair, and I feel like you know if you're helping out on it, like why wouldn't you should get the credit? Even maybe if yeah. you're not the main writer, that's fine. But yeah. like, it could be in the <clears throat> the credit list. I do agree. Actually, I do. I do agree that. There should be better ways, A, mm-hmm. to to kind of express who's in the writer's room. Mm-hmm. IMDb does it kind of – it's very difficult. You still have to click around a gazillion – like to even figure out who the showrunner was. Like yeah. have EP, co-EP, EP. Yeah. Like it's like you have 10 EPs. Which yeah. one was the showrunner? <laughs> I don't know. Like <laughs> no one knows anything. And then right. secondly, like hey, for, for awards and mm-hmm. – you know, which still matters to the industry. It may not matter to audiences. Right. Audiences probably don't give a crap. But. <laughs> But to us, like, that's one of the things that's, you know what I mean, that actually means something to us. That means, like, hey, our peers think we're doing great or whatever it is. Right. Right. Um, So I think for that, I do think there should be a a better way. Because you have all these writers in the room. And if you're the lucky one that got episode two credited to you, then, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's like if you got chosen. (laughs) But for the people who didn't, you're just like. Yeah, you know, it kind of hurts a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so you are now writing at Sony. Are you writing a show, a Mm -hmm. TV series? Okay, and and so you're in a writer's room right now. Well, no, good question. So now, literally, you caught me right (laughs) in the middle of um, pitching. Oh, so we've been developing the pitch for a few months, Mm -hmm. um, and so now that we have the pitch. Mm uh now you know this is when we go out and 
you know, pitch to whatever Amazon, Netflix, yeah. uh, Disney, Peacock, all that. Are you going to like the headquarters? Of stu- like, who from the studios are you pitching? It? Yeah, good question. So these are um, these are the execs of the studios. We're not going. We are oh. zooming. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's gonna stay. I, I was like, she's walking in. There. No, used to be, used to be, okay, used to okay. be. No, used to be. So now, like, now it's all Zoom. because of oh, not even because of COVID. Nope. No, it's just they don't want to see you in person. Yeah, I think it's just easy. You know, I mean, execs. It, it's a, look. I have I have opinions. Mm-hmm. I actually have very strong opinions yeah. on on execs nowadays and yeah. their role. Um, if mm, what is their role for the people who wouldn't know, like exactly? Yeah, so execs are um, execs mean executive, mm-hmm. and they are. People on the studio side or the buyer side or the network side mm-hmm. <clears throat> who kind of shepherd. First of all, they're the ones who listen to your pitches. Right. Be like, hmm, they decide what to oh, buy. Yeah, this could fit the network. Correct. Mm-hmm. So then depending on what the network's mandate is and blah, blah, blah. Um, so they decide what to buy. And then once they buy it, they decide, they kind of help shape the direction of the show. They give the writers and the showrunners notes. Oh, mm-hmm. no, we think this character isn't whatever likable or we want more of this character or we think the story should go this way or that way or that so they give tons of notes um because in the end again uh, you know hating to sound you know but it is unfortunately it's turned into it's just a product now you know and they're the buyer and if they're if they are buying something right right you know yeah but you're the creator so it's like i'm making this product and i'm telling you this will be a little better this way like yeah. no we want it that way so now so you, know. you just kind of have to like work with them or Correct. like kind of swallow it you're like all right these are the exact or like when do you put your foot down you're like no sir like this yeah trust me that's the art that's the art that's the art i mean i okay. think if you're lucky by the way if you're lucky enough to have an exec who is quite astute and mm-hmm. has a really really good instinct um, like, like for instance, the ones I'm working with on, on, um, you know, at Sony, mm-hmm. I really, really got lucky cause I've worked with others who, you know, maybe not so much. Mm-hmm. Um, so you do like, you do get some really wonderful, collaborative, yeah. smart, um, really great notes, things you haven't thought of before. Like, yeah, and yeah, you yeah. take what they're saying to yeah. heart. Yeah. Like, man, actually that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> and then you get others. Uh, I was just like, what are you talking like, about? What? Yeah. <laughs> And that, trial and error for sure with people and the writers. Yeah, I can see man. that. And sometimes you have no choice. So you just like always acknowledge, mm-hmm. always be respectful. Mm-hmm. This is my, my model. I like that. Acknowledge, be respectful, at least attempt to see where they might be coming from. Mm-hmm. Is there a point here? Even if you didn't think, is there a point there? And if there's no point, just right. ignore it. Right. <laughs> so right. That's what I do. Yeah. I was going to say, because like, you know, a writer's room could seem <clears throat> a little bit intimidating because like, I imagine like all these different writers from different backgrounds, different upbringings, mm-hmm. like they've seen different things. Mm-hmm. They've gone through, some have film school experience, some don't. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you're putting them all in a room and you're like, all right, like mm-hmm. make a show, <laughs> like mm-hmm. make more episodes, yes. make it good. Yes. How like. How do you avoid like maybe someone being like the alpha, like, mm. you know, listen to my ideas like they're mm. the, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, how does that like come into play? Yeah, great question. I, th- that's the role of the showrunner. That okay. really is showrunner or sometimes if the showrunner can't be there a lot mm-hmm. of the times if they're off, you know, doing doing production or post-production, then whoever their second in, in line okay. is. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's them. It's like they're the maestro, right? Yeah, they yeah. They really are in charge of however they want to run the room. Mm. Do they want everyone to be heard? Do they 
like this, which I don't like it, but do they like <laughs> this competition, you know, competitive, yeah. like, you know, the, or do they prefer collaborative? Do they prefer, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Everyone's mm -hmm. heard. So it just depends on how a room is run. Right. It, that's the thing. There's no, like, it's, it's not a corporation. There's no, yeah. like, um, like, I guess set. Yeah, exactly. Like, there aren't. Yeah. Which is interesting, yes, right? Because yes. you're like, what? A job without, like, rules? Totally, <laughs> totally. It's weird. It's weird. Yeah. And that's that's the Wild West nature of it. And, right. and that's why it's so damn exciting. Mm -hmm. But it also could be very intimidating to your question. Yes. Yeah, How diverse point. is the writer's room now? <clears throat> like, do you think it's more diverse now than maybe previous years? Or is it the same? Um, Absolutely <clears throat> way more diverse, I would say, yeah, in okay. terms of what I have seen now. Yeah what 500 600 shows are made a year are so they really yes that's actually a really cool fact yeah <laughs> we'll throw that out at party yeah like, i mean that includes <laughs> <laughs> that includes like international and all that but yeah. um my point is to say that I, I there are really really great organizations and even orgs within studios that mm -hmm. actually now mm -hmm. measure these things a trillion percent that's part of their mandate is tell us how many percentage of our not even in front of camera, behind the camera, like how many percentage in front of camera, speaking roles for women, speaking roles for whoever. Wow. Yeah, totally. Like, you know, this uh, demographic, that demographic. So mm -hmm. um, my point is uh, you, you're already doing better than before because it's something that we're mm -hmm. even measuring. Even the fact that we're measuring it, yeah. right? Yeah. And calling out people who are not doing good or right. congratulating people who are so. Right. So it is better. Um, obviously, everything could always be better, but it's definitely more more diverse than it was mm -hmm. before. But wait, what's the genre that you're writing right now at Sony? Like, can you share that? And I, I don't want to like tap into too much of because I don't know how much you can talk about the yeah. project that you're writing. But <clears throat> yeah, I can't talk much about it. But yeah. hopefully, I mean, you know, hopefully folks will hear about it soon. Um, I'm hoping we'll see. We'll see yes. how the pictures manifesting go. it. Of course, it'll happen. Thank you. Um, so it's a young adult um, fantasy horror. So Ooh. kind of in the vein of like stranger things meets like oh nice jordan peele yeah oh, cool i like that <clears throat> and the it's a it's a book adaptation it's my first book adaptation oh that's interesting it's a trilogy of books and it's uh it's kind of a mix between um uh the story is a yeah. mix between alice in wonderland and Ooh. buffy the vampire slayer Ooh, <laughs> yeah. fun. Okay. it's like it's super fun yeah that is very fun yes it's a very 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 fun project i feel very thankful to be on it i love all the people i work with at sony um I, I, I really, really am enjoying it. So, yeah. you know, right now we're pitching and we'll see how it goes. When you're writing, are you writing all – okay, so is it like just why you're like on this contract? Like, okay, like it takes you – I don't know how long it takes you to write like a TV series, mm. but let's say they say six months mm. and then that six months is over and you mm. finish right. Like are you – now are you done working for them mm -hmm. or like what, what's going on after like what's the next what would be the next step yeah so the way the contracts work is yes it's it is it is contractual okay so i am not an employee okay so it's contractual mm -hmm. and the way it works is that the you know your deal points are made before you before you kind of engage with them yeah. right and so that's with the help of a lawyer agent so mm. on and so forth mm -hmm. so now you have your deal points what does it say it says like hey, you know, you get paid a certain amount for starting just oh, commencement. Okay. Yeah. Then you get a certain amount for submitting the pilot. Then you get a certain mm. amount if the pilot is broadcast. Then you get a certain amount if the season is broadcast, so on and so forth. Oh, okay. Then season two, 
if season two is greenlit, you know, mm-hmm. you get this much of a bump. You get yeah. da, 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 da. So, so there are a bunch of deal points. So, oh, wow. That's yeah. So let's say season one and then they cancel after season okay. one. Or let's say it doesn't even air. Yeah. As, as an HBO. Right. <laughs> or yeah, so or we, Max. Let's say, <laughs> I okay, mean. Let's say it doesn't get picked up versus only the first season gets picked up. Like, where does that put you like with pay and like future work. Say it again, say it again. If, like if, if the show didn't get picked up versus only the first season got picked up and no second season. Like where where, where would you be work wise as a Yeah, like, I mean you definitely get if if I'm not mistaken, I actually haven't looked up my contract um in a while. <laughs> You're like, I should I should know this. But I I, 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 I need to sell the show first. Uh, which is what I'm focusing on this yeah, month. That's fair, that's fair. Um but if I'm not mistaken, um the bulk of the payment happens mm-hmm. when the season is broadcast. Oh. So meaning, let's say I wrote it. Yeah. I get paid for writing. Right. But like a flat fee, would they think is right? Or correct. can you set your pro- Oh well it's min it it's at least WGA minimum. Okay. Right. Got it. So WGA minimum mm-hmm. at least. Okay. Okay. There, there's <laughs> a minimum least. yeah, there's yeah. a minimum that WGA has and then whatever your lawyer or your agent or both mm-hmm. um negotiate mm-hmm. um, on your behalf, mm-hmm. then you get the, 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 the um and so yeah so the bulk of what you get paid is when your episode is um sorry when the season is broadcast okay so if you write and your season's not broadcast you don't get paid as much but if you get into season two and season three you start getting paid more and more and more and more which is why you see a lot of shows get canceled after season mm-hmm. one because they're like they're trying to say is it worth it to pay the bump in price right for the viewership that i'm getting right and then so it's cheaper that for them sense. to just you know what yeah yeah okay and now nowadays like everything's on streaming right so back in the day you would when shows would like rerun on cable and stuff like let's say friends like jennifer Aniston, she's getting like money every time that show plays right yeah. so now with streaming, like, how does that work? Like, are you, do you just get paid like the flat rate before yes. or like, and then, yes. yeah, okay. So it's not like. No residuals. Every, okay. Yeah. There's okay. no residuals. And that, and that's, and that's, that's another problem, right? It, it's, it's, it's getting harder to make a living as a writer because yeah. before, to your point, you yeah. had residuals, right? Yeah. So let's say, you know, <laughs> Friends Runs on TBS or like right. whatever the heck, right. Nick at yeah. Night or whatever yeah, yeah. it was. I don't know what it was running right. on. Um uh, you know, you're getting paid every time. But here with streaming, mm-hmm. what they say is they're like, okay, we're going to just pay you upfront cost. Mm-hmm. Here's your lump sum. Okay. Goodbye. Okay. And that's it. So that's all you, that's all you get. And wow. that, that's the same with movies. Okay. And that's a big problem. Because before, um, people, you know, writers, directors, you know, actors, they used to get points. Mm-hmm for based on ticket sales okay so now there's no ticket sales right right if you if they're streaming there's no there's no ticket there's no like hey this could make a million dollars this could make a billion dollars right right? there's no there's no kind of there's none of that there's just Mm -hmm. you know we have 100 million users paying 10.99 a month and this is this is all the revenue that that company gets So then wh- how could they pay? What are they paying residuals on exactly? Exactly. True. Right? Because they're yeah. not getting <laughs> Yeah. So then it's just lump sum at the top. Wow. Yeah. And so, okay. So you write features, shorts, and yes. t- TV episodes. Yes. How different are they? Mm-hmm. I know that they're very different, but like, what is like a major, like, I guess thing where you're like, no, these are like the major differences. 
difference between the three, I guess. Yeah, I love it. I think I'll start with the shorts. I think yeah. with short films, I mean, you know, I, mm-hmm. attention spans are very short yes. online. And so yeah. when you say short, yeah, you know, no one's going to – I mean, you know, 30 minute is not really a short, no, right? No, And so you, you want something – I find that with short films, when I write them anyway, I, I don't yeah. know. My aim is to make them as – snappy and compelling as mm. possible so then mm-hmm. usually that midpoint that twist yeah has to be very twisty right you know what i'm saying i like that yeah I so like the way you write i'm like huh this is, this is nice yeah <laughs> yeah and then also the setup you don't have as much time for that setup mm-hmm. right yes. it's like give me the setup immediately get me in right it's almost like you start at the inciting incident immediately i like you that. know what i'm saying i never thought of it that way yeah, yeah. you're just yeah. starting there uh-huh Go, go, go. Give us a midpoint and then, you know what I mean? And then end it. changes everything. Because I was like, I want to write like a five-minute dark comedy short. I want to challenge myself because I always write dramas. And I'm like, Mm. do more than this. And I was like, there was like, it happens in a car. And I felt like there was like wasted dialogue Mm. like to get to the inciting incident. I'm Mm. like, I don't have time for this. Like, this is a Mm. five-minute short. Like, how can I make it more fun and spicy? But when you said start at the inside, I'm like, Wow, light bulb just went off. I'm like, yeah, it makes so much sense. Yes, I yes, love that. yeah. Thank you for that. Tip. Oh, for sure. Yeah, play around with it. I'll think yeah. you. I think you'll find it way, yeah, way effective. Yeah, that's very. I never thought of it that way. Yeah, that's so genius. Okay, yeah. cool. I love that. Okay, and feature. Like, what would you say for that? Oh, uh, for feature. <laughs> That one's we have more time to play, more pages to play with, right? Like, what's yeah. your average feature length script? Like, ninety pages, yeah. one twenty. Like, what do you? Yeah, ninety to one twenty. I, yeah. I don't. I, uh, to be honest with you, I, um, I don't know. I, 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 because I write like more, you know, character dramas, and mm-hmm. actually, no, no. I mean, I, I now I'm writing more like supernatural sci-fi <laughs> stuff. Um, I don't know. I, I don't like them to be that long. I actually don't think movies need to be three hours long. I really Thank don't. Thank you. I feel- <laughs> <laughs> That's my feeling. The last like, few movies have been three hours long. I'm like, oh my God. Like, I'm like, why are they so long? I'm like, I'm like is my attention span short too? No. I feel bad, but I'm like, oh, unneeded, so unnecessary. I feel like there's just like a whole like 20 minutes that you could just like shave off. Correct. It's just like dialogue. It's just I'm talking. Correct. I'm like, we really did. Or if it's, or if it's action, it's like action sequences. I'm like, they're just fighting again. Yeah, yeah, again each other again exactly. like okay exactly i don't know it's not it, again it's totally my taste right but i also feel that i don't know i mean because if you look at bollywood right bollywood, bollywood. exactly it all started for me yes yes i saw the way they dance the way they sing yes. their costume the production yes. i'm like i want to be i wanted to move to india and yes. be in bollywood and i realized like oh it's kind of far like i don't know <laughs> <laughs> so i was like yeah. you know really young did you watch guys. rrr know what's our you have to watch this movie yes it was um remind me after this i I will will. i will it was the one where um where it was nominated few a few uh areas were nominated for our oscar this year oh my god i need yes i need to watch it yeah it won for a song yeah best original i think best original maybe yeah yeah oh my god that's yeah yeah yeah, oh shit yeah yeah you would you will Absolutely. It's like, I think the first crossover legit Bollywood, and I'm not counting Slumdog Millionaire because that's not a real, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, Denny. That's a a classic. That's a great movie. (laughs) It was, it was. But it wasn't made by like Indian people. Oh, it wasn't? No, it was Danny Boyle. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, yeah. yeah. No, okay. Yeah, we didn't know because we were younger. Yeah. I'm saying no. Yeah. yeah. So so I would consider the first kind of crossover Bollywood 
um movie wow yeah that's very it's cool. beautiful it's a wonderful movie i it's, can't wait to watch it that is oh dude, you will God. thank me later yes yes i yeah, will yeah, yeah. yes i will wait so what what was your reference to bollywood not sure. Oh, <laughs> I know. Uh, it was the fact that Bollywood movies regularly three and a half hours, yes, four hours. Yes, they even yeah. have intermission. You know, but what it's I mean? not like it's not. It doesn't feel correct. Yeah, like it doesn't feel like when I was watching it here, where I'm like, it kind of fits the format fits in it. a way. It makes sense. I'm like, yeah, yes. I don't know. I think the intermission in the middle maybe feels yeah. nice too. Because like, okay, this is like my bathroom break. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Something. I don't know. I'm, I'm, my point is like. If it's warranted, it's warranted. If it's not warranted, it feels like they're just filling time or pixels. I, I don't know I'm what's filling going time, on. Yeah. Like going, yes, yes, like, I agree with that. I don't know. And it's hard because I know that the ticket prices are mm -hmm. crazy right now in relation to what they used to be. Mm -hmm. So now you're thinking like, hey, I'm going to spend 20, 25 plus, you know, whatever, if I'm getting a, you know, yeah. popcorn or drink. And so I could see also the idea that like, well, you kind of want to give them, you know, a bang for their buck type of a thing. Right. I understand. Right. Like, I don't want to just sit there and watch, like, right. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? Two talking heads. But it's just too much, man. Yeah. yeah it's just too much. I respect that. Yeah. yeah. I get it. I feel that. Yeah. And TV series, how do you how do you start that? Because I feel like you kind of have to drag it out mm. more, right? Because if you – like, you're not even in introducing all the characters in the first episode. Correct. Yeah. So how That's does that so work? fun. Honestly, I love TV writing the most because it's 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 kind of like the new for me anyway. What what indie filmmaking used to be like? There's it's it could be so creative. It could be so out of the box. It could be yeah. like to your point. Yeah. You can make your own rules a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, I'm gonna introduce all the characters in episode one, or right. you know what? You're not even gonna see the antagonist until episode three. Or yes, you know, like you you can you can play around yeah, a little yeah. bit and. It's so exciting to me. I love it so much. And yeah. I think the key there is to not is to not drag anything. Mm. The point isn't to drag. The point is yes. to kind of, you know, spread. Like you you kind oh, of understand. You know what I'm saying? Drag. Yeah. It's huh. like you 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 understand what it is and now you're just kind of, you know, opening it up versus yeah. you trying to drag and pull because then the audience will feel you dragging and pulling. Right, you know those episodes, yes. right? Yes, yes. Episode yes. eight dragged, right? Yes, that feeling. Mm -hmm. Episode eight dragged. You mm -hmm. felt it. Why did you feel it? You could feel them trying mm -hmm. to expand mm -hmm. it. If you're gonna feel that, audience is gonna feel right. That. Yeah. So, what do you prefer writing? Like something of like let's say twelve episodes or longer? Because you know, back in the day, like Desperate Housewives had like twenty two episodes, <laughs> yeah. and then like now it's like. I watched the show and it was just four episodes, four one-hour episodes. Yeah, and I was right. like, huh? Like, what? <laughs> like, is this a show? Like, is this considered a show, I guess? Like, I'm like, I guess I'm just calling anything a show nowadays. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, miniseries. Yeah, yeah miniseries, know, limited right. series. Limited series. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or even anthologies, right, with right. American Horror Story. I would like to get on a rant. Yeah, let's do it. Reboots. I'm like, the mic is yours. <laughs> yeah. Re oh, yeah. What do you feel about reboots? You tell me. Sequels? You tell me first. Okay. So I tell everybody, like, for me personally as a director, I know – and a, I will never be one of the directors that will do a sequel or, like, I don't know, Alvin and the Chipmunks. That's not, like, my vibe. Like, I like really deep, authentic stuff that's really going on and mm. things that people are afraid to tap into. Mm. Like, that's the shit that I want to tap mm. into mm. because I feel like there's so many things that people are – like not comfortable sharing or that mm. are taboo or it's like even just like you know how you were raised like we're just cl 
closed off to certain things. Mm. And I want to like educate people in a way that they don't even realize they're being educated. Mm. They're like, Mm. you know, you, you kind of feel all the emotions, but you're also, you leave the theater and you're like, wow, like I didn't realize like how Mm. that could have done that or that Mm. could have affected that person like Mm. that. But you think about it when you Mm. leave, you're not like, oh, that's it. Mm. You know? And I'm like a lot of the times when I go to the movies nowadays, I forget about it as yeah, soon as sure. I get in the car. Yeah, sure. And that's sad to me because, yeah, like, sure. as a kid, the whole reason why I even liked filmmaking and wanted to get into movies is because I would be thinking about the whole movie, mm-hmm. the whole ride back home. I'm like, mm-hmm. and then this happened in that part, and then this, and then, mm-hmm. like, the writing was just so good and mm-hmm. everything felt so, like, I don't know. Now I just feel like they're like, all right, we have a big budget that's throwing some, like, A list mm-hmm. actors. Mm-hmm. It, we have a script. It's all right. It's mm-hmm. not that like in depth, but it's fine. You know, mm-hmm. dialogue's on the nose. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, mm-hmm. I don't want to be that kind of a writer director. So I just feel like there's so mm-hmm. much you can do with filmmaking. Yeah, you know, and the future is a lot of CGI and and mm-hmm. and green screen. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting mm-hmm. to like where are we going to fit in as like those authentic mm-hmm. original storytellers? Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. But yeah, how do you like feel? reality? Yeah. Um, man, I don't know. I I think there's like reboots no one asked for (laughs) remakes no one cares about i think i i really really it bothers me a tremendous amount a tremendous amount actually because i feel like it's all a commodity like our memories are um our emotions our feelings that that are affected by films and tv yeah are 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 just it's a commodity yeah it's like you know you think of something that you loved and all of a sudden reboot you know what yeah. i mean it's a, all of a sudden remake why are you it, it's like it was it uh, meant it meant so much to you already why are you playing horrible that they were going to try to make a, a harry potter show with a brand new cast mm. if that happens i'm literally gonna punch a wall <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, exactly the fuck you get it i'm sorry like that's you gonna get make it. me swear because you it's get it. such a good st- first of all book and then the movies were amazing like you can't make it any better no. that like there's it's no, not about better let me ask you yeah, what it, it meant something it meant to you. yes it, it really does it meant something to you and so that's now it really is. Yeah. they're fucking with Something that meant something to you. And, your, like, your yourself. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Why? God. Yeah. You see? And so, you know, I, and, and then, and then you know, playing, like, it, it's all become so, so, so commercialized to the point where, like, all of a sudden, you know, Biggie's, like, it was all a dream is yeah. now playing on top of a Transformers trailer. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> That's, <laughs> not, that was my childhood. Like, yeah. why are you, yeah. how are you, like, it actually, it really, really actually hurts me inside it makes me feel really really not good it makes Mm -hmm. me feel like all we are is just these numbers yeah and they just want statistic right yeah it's just Mm -hmm. numbers like can we get more dollars from you it's like please stop and that's kind of like it sucks when it comes down to just like money because i feel like we have to like being in this industry you have to remember like it's not about just money like the reason why we even joined this is because you want to tell a story you want to be creative like you have an imagination that so many others might not have and and you want to share something beautiful but then you have to think about like oh like the finances how much am i making an hour like are they ripping me am i getting like screwed because i'm not in the union or i am in the whatever it is you know there's so much that comes with it yeah but i feel like you need to find balance and kind of like speak up too right yeah and it gets uh, scary to speak up sometimes no but you know what i'm gonna tell you like (laughs) at the end like what what else and and it's it's actually right now Mm -hmm. more than ever Mm -hmm. it's an industry run on fear wow and this is why why i have a big problem with the studio Mm -hmm. um 
I, I'm going to say exec system because it's not yeah. the execs themselves, right? Yeah. It's the fact that you have a job. Yeah. And the job is, hey, I'm going to bring you mm -hmm. studios. Mm -hmm. uh, I work for you studio and I'm going to bring you a project that's going to bang. It's going to make right. you money. It's right. going to go above the noise, whatever, right? Mm -hmm. It's so risky mm -hmm. for someone whose job is on the line to say, I'm going to take a flyer on that person. That person who is unknown, that person who has an original idea. Instead, I'm going to reboot, you know, this for the 10th time because this will, you know, this will basically protect my butt. Yeah. It's like my boss can't say, oh, you know, no, 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 because it's like a reboot. Oh, it worked, you know, before. Now it's, it's, it's just much easier to say yes to things that have worked before. And that's the problem. That is the problem. It yeah. is the problem. It actually is the problem. Yeah. There is, but you know what's funny mm -hmm. is if they were smart, they would see that it's the original stuff that is rising yes. above the noise. Yeah. Succession. Yeah. White Lotus. Yes. Beef, yellow jackets. Beef. Too. Yellow yeah. jackets. Beef is hilarious. I just watched that. That's what I'm saying. All the stuff. No one cares about the yeah. fucking League of Their Own reboot. Why are you touching League of Their Own? Like it's. Yeah. Why? Why are they? That's my point. Because they think it's a sure thing. They they don't need to. They think it's going to save on marketing because it's a it's a pre known brand quote quote pre known brand. Oh. So they think it's going to save on marketing. There, there's actually like it's a, like a Q rating. There's a specific rating of how I swear it's a science. It's like yeah, how um how already entrenched in peop in the culture or in people's minds do they know this do this brand mm -hmm. you know, and 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 that's what they think will kind of guarantee success but it actually to be honest even yellow um even yellowstone yeah it's all original that's yeah. the stuff that people love no one yeah. likes these remakes it's I, awful yeah if it's something that's beloved yeah. if it's something that's beloved to people like the way that you feel about the harry potter thing yeah. i'm i don't that's not what i'm here to do right i'm not here to just pay me money to go just reboot right, something yeah. that's already been done yeah. i'm not doing that yeah. i'm not yeah. And you also, so you teach, right? Oh, yeah, I do. What yeah, do I teach, teach? at uh, UCLA Extension. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the writer's program. <laughs> how do you balance all these things in your day? Like, w w okay, what does your day look like? Like, when you wake up, what yeah. does a day in the life look like? Okay, you? so a uh, good, good example might be uh, uh, I'll wake up. Um, obviously, uh, let's see. I I'm not going to do any of the boring stuff. I'll just do quick, <laughs> okay, okay, like, okay. you know, um, uh, check emails mm -hmm. immediately um and then start writing let's say i have like two or three projects so right. th so each day i i focus on a certain project so i don't just i don't say two or three projects in a day oh so you give it like a day of that's full of correct time. correct I like that. yeah so i i don't do like um you know 10 to 2 Project A, two to three. I don't do that. But like that, that whole day will be Project A. Okay, so Tuesday Project A. Correct. Okay. Wednesday Project B. Mm -hmm. da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. So so that's how I work with my film project. Okay. And then so you know writing da da da. Maybe I'll do a pitch deck for something I'm submitting to, um, and then I'll have a pitch that day. Let's say you know like I did last week at Amazon. I finished the pitch. Nice. Um, you know maybe eat some food, mm -hmm. and then you know um, if it's a teaching night, then I teach you know over Zoom five to eight. Yeah. How did you? So what made you want to go teach at UCLA? Um, I love teaching. Yeah, I love teaching so much, and I felt like I wanted something to balance navigating the studio system because mm -hmm. yeah. that could be a little like you know like we mentioned it could it could it could start 
going into the territory of, you know, product, branding, yeah. money, content, like instead of mm -hmm. creativity, you know, passion. Yeah. Da, 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 da. yeah. Yeah. And so I was trying to look for something where I could, I could tap back into yeah. that. And I could also be around people who are also trying to get inspired, into that. Yeah. yeah. Inspired, motivated. And I would have loved to have someone teach me stuff. Like I, I mean, said, I was self-taught. No, literally, I was like, <laughs> I went to film school, but I still am like, if you want to teach me anything, can we hang out more? Like, I would love to know. Like, I'm always, because you, mm -hmm. like, there's so much you can still learn. Like, yes, always. even though I went to film school, I'm like, there's so much I still feel like I don't know. Like, what did you, what was your focus on film school? It's, it's literally was bachelor's in fine arts. So we played, we jumped around every role nice. and, and, and you kind of just see what feels right. So when I initially went into film school, I didn't know anything besides like how to turn on a camera. Like, mm. And I thought I like wanted to be a cinematographer. Nice. And I was like, nope, that's not what I yep. want to be at all. I ended up falling in love with directing and writing. Mm. But um, I always – I'm very curious about writing because for me, like something that gets me really excited is like the thought that it was – it was a thought in my head, right? Mm. And then you see it come to life when you mm. direct and it's like, mm. wow. Yeah. And then I actually recently – did a project where I didn't write the short film, but it was my, I directed it. And that mm. was, diff that was a different experience too. Cause it's mm. like, you have to put yourself in the mind of like the writer. Right. And like, it wasn't like what you, like you didn't make this character right, up. Right? right. So you have to kind of tap into it in a whole different way. Yeah. Was that hard for you when you wrote and then like when you write something and then like, you're not the one directing it. Well, it's, it's interesting. Cause on TV, mm -hmm. you know, like writer is royalty, right? Right. So right. it's different than in features. I've never right. had yeah. something I wrote that was directed feature-wise. Okay. That wasn't mine. Okay, got it. And I can got imagine that. that that would feel really, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, feel, <laughs> I don't like think I would like, like that. And plus you get rewritten a gazillion times in features, right? right. Like you're rotated out. Yeah. You're probably the sixth writer on the project. Like it's, it's, it, it really is a job. It is yeah. a job. Yeah. And if that is your career and that's your job, that's fantastic. It's a really, really good gig. Yeah. Um, yeah. It just depends on, on how you want to spend your time and how you want to spend your day and yeah. how you want to, yeah, how you want to do How it. do you deal with writer's book? I feel like you don't. I feel like you don't deal with writers, but I feel like you're you on it. I don't know. I feel like you just got. You just seem like you have all your shit together. And I'm like, okay, tell me how can I be like you? How can I be like writing every day? Because like I, I do mm. hit writers' block more often than I would like. Because mm. in film school, it was like, oh, you have mm. deadlines. You have people expecting yes. to read your ten pages, okay. right? But now I don't have anyone mm. that's like, hey, did you write those ten pages? Yeah. So it's like. If I don't feel like it, I'm not going to write it. And that's yeah. a terrible thing that I want to break out of mm. because I'm holding myself back and mm. I know that. Mm. And I'm just like, okay, what can I do to mm. break that? Yeah. You you hit the nail. It really is. It really is deadlines, accountability. Mm -hmm. There are some hacks. Okay? okay. So some people are better with, you know, self-imposed deadlines than others. That's very natural. That's like how you, how you are, right? Okay. So some hacks could be, um, this is a fun one, is find a writing partner and basically, you know, you could do some fun stuff. Right. Basically say, um, you know, pages are due on Tuesday. I'm giving an yeah, example, yeah. right? Yeah. Five pages due Tuesday. Mm -hmm. um, you could either do it where you read each other's stuff yeah. or if, you, if you're not comfortable with people reading your stuff, which you should be you should a writer. Be, you're be right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but let's pretend you're not there. It doesn't okay. matter. My point is to say, yeah. if you don't, you know, if you don't, turn in the pages by noon on Tuesday, whatever, um, you pay the other person 50 bucks or something like oh, really, yeah, yeah. Right. like game it, <laughs> game it like that. that. So I'm seeing there are some right. hacks. It depends on what, how you get right. motivated, what motivates you. Another good example, yeah. um, 
it really depends on what motivates you. It's like, for instance, you know, if you really like desserts or sweets or something like that, I, I'm actually a huge sweet dude. So say like, I'm not going to have any chocolate for five days. And then on the fifth day, once I finish my five pages, that's when I get chocolate. So that could be what motivates you. I'm just saying, I'm giving some examples about if you're not good at self-imposed deadlines, you know, or a really good one, uh, you know, pick, pick any one of the top uh, kind of screenplay competitions and say, okay, deadline is April 1st. Okay, okay. cool. That, I'm writing towards that. Oh. Even, even if you don't expect or don't really care to yeah. make it, 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 I'm just giving putting, some hacks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Some, some examples. It's all of, mental too, right? Correct. Oh yeah. You're just kind of psyching yourself out. Yeah, essentially, <laughs> playing tricks on your brain. Yeah, exactly. Really, it depends. You have to honestly. You have to know how your brain works. Yes, and you have to be okay with it, and don't judge yourself. Mm-hmm. Be like, look, I understand. I'm not good at self-imposed deadlines, so here's what I'm gonna do instead. I'm gonna take a person. You know, we're gonna team up. You hold me accountable. I hold you accountable. Every Tuesday, five pages. Example. I like that. You know Love what I'm that. Saying? I'm inspired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right now. <laughs> I know you already have like. Mm. what you've written and like wh- how you see yourself but what going forward how do you want to be seen as a writer in the mm. industry i think in general like when i write when i direct i, I think anything i do mm-hmm. i really hope to write things that are compelling that push boundaries mm-hmm. but that unite audiences at the same time I that. that's that's really what my goal is yeah. and 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 to like feature characters you you really didn't think you'd empathize with feature stories <laughs> yeah. that you didn't think that you'd connect with mm-hmm. kind of things that surprise but unite I think audiences I think that's what really really where my heart is and and that means that it's in any genre right mm-hmm. yeah that's so then true. that means it could be a comedy that means it could be a you know sci-fi horror that means it could be you know political yeah. drama any, anything anything where do you get your character inspiration is it from everyday life like people you're meeting like people you know or are you making like these up you know like where, where are you getting your inspiration it's not i didn't mean to sound like that you know like, you're making these up but like you know where is it coming from <laughs> yeah i think you know as creatives you know like you know right yeah you you you, you always draw what what do you have to draw from your right. life yeah uh and so yeah so i always i draw from like i and i and i do i notice everything yeah. when it comes to um people interactions like people that i interact with like even let's say you know uh, a person who's taking my parking ticket right. or you know you know doctor or um you know person that i'm driving next to in the car mm-hmm. or like oh, i i notice You're i notice too i could feel you think i think you are i don't know any i don't know anything about that you, really? yeah i don't like, I feel like you can feel people's emotions I, oh and like, i see that's an empath yeah interesting yeah maybe maybe yeah, yeah. i just feel like you have good energy like you can you. i don't know like when you're like when you it sounds creepy but like mm. i have that too like you watch people watch people mm. and you're like mm. you can kind of gravitate towards like mm. what kind of person that human's gonna be like yeah you know I mean? yeah 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 so I, I really feel like i i i'm interested in people i am i'm fast actually i'm fascinated mm-hmm. by people and so I think that's usually where I draw my inspiration from. And the other thing is I try not to judge. Ooh. Yeah, because you shouldn't judge your characters, right? Because characters are going to have flaws, but we 
have flaws as well. Like, yes. And so when you watch a movie or a show and you're like, oh shit, that resembles me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, that, when that happens, you're like, oh yeah. my God, is that yeah. what I'm like? Totally. <laughs> and you know, it's cool, like also teaching on, uh, for UCLA, like on, on Zoom, it's great because you, you get people from all walks of life. Like I'm telling you, all walks of life. Like yeah. for instance, when we're in the industry, yeah. you kind of see a certain, you, you see a certain few types. Right. 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 Certain few types of directors, certain mm -hmm. few types of But when someone's just coming in fresh and is coming in to learn screenwriting, mm -hmm. some of them, you know, want a career, some of them just yeah. want passion, some of them just want something fun to do, some of yeah. them, their kids, you know, um, uh, it's their empty nesters and they want to try a new hobby. Like right. all yeah. sorts. And you have to really, really like keep your mind and heart open, mm -hmm. you know, and, mm -hmm. and I don't know. It's it's really fun. I, I really I'm fascinated by people in general. I can tell, and yeah. and you want to help people by teaching them the arts, which is a beautiful thing, and, yeah. and you're giving back. So I think that's really cool. Thank you. Um, I hope <laughs> I, I can hang out with you and, and learn more because yeah, you're sure. so inspiring. And for sure, and that's thank really you. cool. Thank you for coming and and sharing the real insight. How how do you take that next step? Mm -hmm. You know what happens after you write the mm -hmm. script? Mm -hmm. And I think you answer that. So yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, good luck everyone out there. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, if you want that any like social media instagram so people can follow you or yeah for sure you know your films or work where, where can we find you <laughs> yeah i love it um if you're interested in watching anything of mine you can go to rollaselback.com all one word nice. um any of my stuff is on there and if you want to follow me on uh instagram i do some fun stuff on there it's just rollaselback on instagram nice. uh i quit twitter so. <laughs> <laughs> are you on tiktok <laughs> i am not on tiktok okay. yeah, well thank yeah, you yeah. again so much for coming thank you on, thank you so much i will see you guys next week mm -hmm.